Glory, 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 glory. It's another episode of Grace and Faith Podcast. I'm glad that you are able to tune in. Let's say a quick word of prayer even as we dive into God's word. Dear Father, thank you for the awesome privilege to be able to look into your word. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom and of revelation. So I pray that even as we go into your word, that our eyes of understanding are further enlightened. I pray that our minds are renewed and that our lives are forever transformed by the power of your word and by the power of your spirit. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright, we are still on the Made Man series. The Made Man series. It's been a long series and I believe every episode has also been a huge blessing. So today I'll be speaking on made free from sin. Made free from sin. I'll be reading from Romans chapter 6. Romans 6 from verse 14 to verse 18. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, a servant ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death, or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that ye were the servant of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Verse 18, which is the verse I'm going to. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servant of righteousness. The Bible says that we have been made free from sin. Hallelujah. Let me start by saying this. Jesus did not only die for sins, he also broke the tyranny and dominion of sin. You see, before Jesus came, sin was having a day over mankind. It was reigning and bringing death to man. Romans chapter 5, Romans 5 verse 21. It says that our sin had reigned unto death. Did you see that? That our sin had reigned unto death. Even so, my grace reigned through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, sin was reigning. Sin was dominating man. In fact, sin is a tyrant and is still dominating men to today. Men that are not born again. Men that are even born again but are ignorant of who they are and what they have in Christ. Sin is still dominating them. So, sin is a tyrant. It dominates a man. So much that even if a man wants to do good, his willpower is always not enough to achieve it. Always not enough to achieve it. He will likely end up doing what he never wanted to do. Even set of rules to guide a man is not enough to help. As a matter of fact, even back then in the old um, covenant, sin took advantage of the law that was good to wrath evil through man. And that was the lamentation of Paul in Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. I read from verse 18. It says, For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, 
but how to perform that which is good, I find not. So Paul is saying that there is a willingness to do it. Willingness to do what is right. Willingness to do what is good. But the ability or the capacity to do, I don't, I can't, I can't, I don't have it. I can't find it. Verse 19, he said, For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. That is the good I really want to do, I didn't do it. The bad I didn't want to do, the evil I didn't want to do, I ended up doing it. Verse 20, he says, Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more high that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. So sin is a tyrant that dwells in every man that is not born again. And it dominates them. Now verse 21. said, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Verse 24. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, deep inside of me. I delight in the law of God. Say verse 23. Say, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. Sin is a tyrant. It dominates. It brings you into captivity. Verse 24. He says, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? That is the lamentation of the man yet to be saved. Is the wretched man sold out to sin, ruled and dominated by sin. Now, this does not mean that um, man does not have his own will to control. The, man does not have his own will or is not responsible for his own actions. That's not true. Man has a will and is responsible for his actions. So, the way sin works is this. It doesn't suddenly just grab hold of you. You would have done things repeatedly. You would have committed a sin repeatedly before it finally gets a hold of you. And it's now dominates you in such a way that even when you don't want to do that thing, you just find yourself doing it. Because you have done it repeatedly so much that the sin has now mastered you. And that's where addictions come in. People don't get addicted overnight. It's like somebody addicted to smoking. If you find out, they just started by taking one stick at a, a day. Before you know it, they take it regularly. And at some point, even if they wanted to stop, they are unable to stop. Why? They are now addicted to it. So, sin will take hold of a man. It will grab a man. And rule and dominate a man. Such that even when man wants to do what is right, he won't find the ability to do it. He, he just wouldn't find it. He's a wretched man. And that's the lamentation of a man that is not saved. And that's why Paul said in verse 24, Romans 7, 24, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Oh, I like the verse 25. It says, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. So that is where the deliverance is. That is where the freedom is. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's why if you go to the next chapter, Chapter 8, from verse 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who work not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Verse 2, it says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free. Praise God. 
the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. Glory to God. Jesus had made us free from the law of sin and death. Jesus has condemned sin and he has made us free from his tyranny. Glory to God. So a believer is dead to sin. Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6 verse 2. Says, let me read from verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Verse 2. says, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin? Look at it. Bible didn't say we are dead in sin. It says we are dead to sin. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? So a believer is dead to sin. The made man, the man in Christ is dead to sin. Now, being dead to sin does not mean that you cannot sin. But rather, it means the dominion of sin has been broken and you are now alive to God. So being dead to sin, being free from sin, means that the dominion of sin has been broken. It's no longer a, a ruler over you. Sin cannot dominate you. Sin cannot rule over you. Why? Because you are dead to sin. Why? Because you, are, you have been made free from sin. This is the man in Christ. Glory to God. So, being dead to sin means that you are now alive to God. And that means you can effortlessly yield to righteousness rather than sin. Romans chapter 6. Romans 6 and verse 13. It says, Neither yield ye your members as an instrument of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead. So right now you can yield. You can yield yourself to God. You can yield yourself to righteousness. You are not like the man, the wretched man, that cannot yield to righteousness because as at that time he's sold on the sin. Sin has dominion over him. He's dead in sin. But you are dead to sin. You have been made free from sin. So right now you can yield yourself to righteousness. You can yield yourself to God. Glory to God. This is why it is quite easy for a believer to break free from any sinful addiction. Yes, it's easy. Now to think it's it's an it's, it's a hackling task is a mirage. As a Christian, addictions are not hard to break because they have see they don't have a hold over you. Addictions don't have a hold over you. They are hard to break because your mind has not been renewed to see yourself as being free. So when a believer is saying, ah, this addiction is hard to break, it's because that believer has not renewed his mind to see that see, he has been freed from sin. Jesus has already made you free from sin. 
But if you do not take steps to begin to see yourself as being free, then breaking addictions will become a difficult or an impossible task. So you will start going for deliverance. You will start doing fasting and prayers. Meanwhile, the first thing is to renew your mind. Take sides with God's word that have been made free from sin. Have been delivered from the stronghold of sin. Sin does not have dominion over me. Hallelujah. Now, I remember I was talking to a couple of um, Christians. Um, uh, this particular one, he had an addiction. I can't remember whether it was to pornography or to masturbation, uh, masturbation or both. <laughs> but the point was, it doesn't even matter. Now, this, this, this is beautiful. The word of God is, is a perfect cure to every sin for addiction. It, there, it's a perfect cure for every sinful addiction. And so I, I was talking with him. And as I began to share God's word with him, I, I, I didn't pray for him. I began to share God's word with him. It was less than 10 to 15 minutes. While I was speaking, he just spoke out, I'm free. I was like, you're free? He said, yes, I'm free from the addiction. I'm free. I was like, wow, awesome. Thank God you're free. The moment he said that, I did. I, I stopped. I just held hands and I said, Father, thank you for the freedom of my brother. And we just said a prayer and that was all. I followed up with him. That addiction never happened again. It never repeated itself. I followed up with him for a period of months and I think, yes, it never happened again. That is the power of God's word. That is the power of God's word. So that, that, that lie from the pit of hell that see, you are, you are, you are addicted to this. You can't break free easily. It's a lie because you have been made free already. But the devil is making you think or making you believe that it's an addiction that you cannot come out from. The point is that you have been made free from that sinful addiction. And so what you need to do is that you need to first see yourself for who you truly are. You need to first see yourself for who you truly are. Who are you? Romans 6, 11. Romans chapter 6, verse 11. He said, Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed to sin. The word reckon there means consider yourself, see yourself this way. First of all, that you are dead indeed unto sin. You are free from sin. See yourself that way. And that you are alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Who are you? You are the man that has been freed from sin. Look at Romans chapter 6. The same Romans 6 verse 7. Romans chapter 6. Let me read verse um, 7. Yes. He said, for he that is dead is freed from sin. Did you see that? So you're free from the tyranny of sin. You're free from the dominion of sin. You're free from that addiction. That's what the Bible is saying. You're free from that addiction. Whatever it is, no matter how long it has been, you're free. He was the son of man has set free. He's free indeed. Glory to God. Hiya. You're free. You have been made free from sin. This is how to break free from any addiction. First, recognizing the fact that you have been made free from sin. And you're saying it to yourself over and again that I am free from sin. Sin does not have dominion over me. Sin does not have dominion over me. So listen to this. 
if you're addicted to anything as I, as you're listening to this, I want you to think about that thing. See it and see it to yourself. I've been made free from this particular sin. Mention it. Whether it's pornography, it's masturbation, it's smoking, it's it's drugs. Say it to yourself. I've been made free from sin. Consider yourself. See it to yourself. See it that way. I've been made free from sin. I've been made free from sin. Say it over and again. Until it registers in your heart, fully assured of it, that sin doesn't have dominion over you. Sin doesn't have dominion over you. You are alive unto God. Glory to God. You are alive unto God. You can yield your member. That's what the Bible says now. You can yield. So you say to yourself, I'm dead to sin. I'm alive unto God. I'm freed from sin. I yield my members to righteousness. I yield my body to righteousness. I yield my mind to righteousness. I yield my, my soul, my spirit, my body to righteousness. Glory to God. This is who I am in Christ Jesus. Free from the tyranny of sin. Free from the dominion of sin. Sin does not have dominion over you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, you can take a walk around, confessing it and saying it. God's word is true. God's word is true. Evil the Son of Man has set free. He is free indeed. I'm free from sin. I'm free from every um, addiction. I'm free from every sinful habit. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You're not praying. You are actually saying what the word of God has said concerning you. And God's word is true. God's word is effective. God's word is powerful. And so your body, your mind will adjust to that reality. And so even when that temptation comes, that I'm, that you're confessing doesn't mean the temptation will not come. When the temptation comes, when the urge comes, you're still going to maintain your confession that this is who I am. I'm free from sin. I'm free from the dominion of sin. I've been made alive unto God. I'm dead to sin. I'm alive unto God. I yield my body to righteousness. Even when you fall into that sinful addiction again, don't go condemning yourself. Oh, I thought I thought I've been free. Don't you are you are still thinking. Even after you are falling into that addiction again, if you fall into that addiction again, get up and say it. I've been made free from sin. You are going to drive the devil nuts, and that sinful addiction will go once and forever. Get up again and say it. I've been made free from sin. I'm the man in Christ Jesus, made free from sin, made free from every sinful addiction, and I yield my body my soul and my spirit to righteousness and to the living God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I believe you have been blessed by this episode. Thank God for his word and thank God for his spirit. I will encourage you again. Go ahead. Share this with another believer. Spread the word of God. And I believe it will be a blessing to the people you are sharing, sharing it with. Thank you for listening in. Let's catch up again next week Sunday. Cheers.